Both of us, but also Both me. Both of us. But we are back, people. Both of us. We are here. We are. It's Sunday night. We're doing a thing. We are trying. We're back on a regular schedule. Maybe. Don't want to make any. I don't want to make any promises. We're doing it. We're doing it. We at least got you. Got, what you can guarantee of, you got one episode coming tonight. This is where the webs. Welcome back I don't to, even think we. I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Where Are the Webs, aka Keeping Up with the Webs, the Webs Worldwide, the Worldwide Webs, aka your favorite auntie and uncle, king and queen of the three day weekend. Though I haven't had one in a long time, I'm overdue for a three day weekend. Anyway, um, welcome back. Um, so stressed out, friend. As always, we start with. The attitude of gratitude. Gratitude with an attitude. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who liked, shared, subscribed uh, the podcast. Thank you for everybody who, you know, continues to listen to us. We really, really appreciate you. We appreciate everything, man. Thankful for life, health, happiness. Thankful, thankful, thankful. Thankful for all of you. And if you don't know where you can find and follow all of our adventures... I'm going to run it down real quick. Apologize for my lucky dog in the background because I know this is picking up the sound. But you can find us on the Facebook. Where are the webs? Where are the webs on Facebook? You can find us on the Instagram. Put it all together. Where are the webs? Where are the webs on Instagram? You can find us also at Shells and Drums. Shells and Drums on Instagram. Yes. Coming soon. More coming soon. More more life. More. You can find us on the YouTube, where the webs. Look us up. Click follow. Um, shout out to I think it's Black Positivity, Black Positive Podcast. Hit me up. Slid in my DMs. We followed each other. You know, follow for follow. Why not? Cool. So, um, so yeah, that's where you can find us on all the social. Media. You can also email us where the webs one, where the webs number one. At gmail.com. Individually, I am at Psyching Out Loud. P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G Out Loud on the Instagram. You can also follow me at Mindful Living Counseling LLC on the Instagram and on the Facebook. And you can find me doing yoga things at Phenomenal Yoga. P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L Yoga. Finally, Snapchat. Love Therapy. L-U-V-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. And you are. Uh, Marcus Webb on everything. Marcus Webb on Facebook. Marcus Webb on Instagram. Marcus Webb one nine eight four on Instagram. Marcus Webb eight four on Snapchat. Also, um, what else? Yeah, shells and drums. Where are the webs? Email us if you need to email us. Where are the webs one at gmail.com. All that other 
uh, good stuff. I know we're going to get into this. I'm just going to say, look, I know you guys think, why do I got to follow both of you? Trust. It's different. The webs are having different adventures. We are having separate adventures. We're going to get into it. But anyway, you got to follow both of us to get the whole story, to get the whole picture. All right. The where the web's essence, if yeah. you will. So just, just follow. Any sure. feedback, any check yourself, any of that? No, I haven't received any uh in a in quite a while. Like no nobody I have we haven't offended anyone. Great. Nobody well, there may have been a few people that disagree, but I think we've already addressed <laughs> those things. Also shout out to the official photographer of Where the Webs. Marcy Renee, MarcyReneePhotography.com, M-A-R-C-I-R-E-N-E-E, Photography.com. Yes, official photographer. I also forgot to shout out the unofficial sponsors of this podcast. Oh, Unof- yeah. The unofficial sponsors, Second City Distilling Company, uh, unofficial sponsor. Uh, check us out every Wednesday. Uh, not this Wednesday, however. We're, we're taking a break. But every other Wednesday, we are at Second City Distilling Company uh, playing trivia, winning bottles. The Webs have an eight-week-long winning streak. We're going to pause this week, but we'll be back uh, the, week after this, after the week after next. Uh, That's right. To, back to defend the title. But eight weeks strong, uh, we have won uh, first place at trivia. Shout out to DJ K Fish, DJ Woo-hoo. Chris Fisher. Uh, who uh, host the trivia, but we walked out with a bottle. They are sponsoring our liquor cabinet. We they are. St- are. <laughs> we are stocking up for the summer. We're going to just have uh, a big, I don't know, celebration. We'll invite everybody. Second City will come. Woo-hoo. Uh, y'all can come. Whoever want to come. But it'll be plenty of uh, liquor. Uh, who's our other uh, unofficial sponsor? Um, I don't know. I, right. That was... That's like, it. That's the official liquor cabinet sponsor. Yeah. The All un- right. Unofficial sponsor. Now, ready for topics? Sure. You know you like my little transition. Anyway. Sure. Where have the webs been? Where have we been? Shit. I was Everywhere. on a boat. Tell them about your cruise. Which is, you know, salacious to say now. Can't just be like, I was on a cruise. People treat you funny. People act different. She was. Ex- this was before everybody. It was already was, happening. I mean, it was happening, but it was before people. All y'all start getting crazy about the coronavirus. So the end of February, um, I went with the official third wheel. Shout out to the official third wheel. Um, we went on a boat, and she. We had a mixed time. I had a great time. Um, my companion got a little ill, but pulled it out at the end. We went to Nassau real quick. Three-day turnaround trip. I'll tell you about the people on the boat. The people who go on brief cruises are like celebrating something. So I'll tell you, it's going to be a lively trip. If you ever decide you want to, if you decide you want to get on a cruise ship again at any point in time, just know three days, it's all like bachelor party, bachelorette party. It's my birthday, a big friend gathering, blah, blah, blah. Like it's all celebrations. Everybody's so friendly. It was a great time. And go check my page. Nassau is beautiful. Shout out to the Bahamas. They need our tourism dollars. You know they're all recovering from the hurricane last year. So please support. Pour your tourism dollars into the Bahamas. So I had a phenomenal time. It was a great reset. 
and much needed getaway. So your girl was burnt out. For cool. reals. I've been here. <laughs> you know, around. One man, one mic. Yeah, y'all heard that. <laughs> if you if you didn't listen to the solo episode, you can go back and listen to the solo episode. Go ahead, play on Just that. Just a man and See what spots. I do. But no, man, I've been, uh, I guess my, where have I been? Been in the gym, people. Yeah. Been in the motherfucking gym. This past week. Woo! Tell them, tell them about your. I don't stuff. know if I want to tell them everything, but y'all just see the results. <laughs> just know. So the rest of 2020, really, this is just part of just a, a bigger thing for me of just investing in myself. That's what I'm planning to do. Just invest in myself. This is me, in, in, me investing in myself physically. So I got a trainer, I got a meal plan. I'm trying to follow it the best I can. Working out at least three times a week. Waking up at 6 a.m. Well, not waking up at 6 a.m. I'm in the gym. I start working out at 6 a.m. So I have to wake up before then to make it to the gym by Mm -hmm. 6. So all this, again, just just working on myself, man. Just wanted to go uh, to another level, like in every area, in aspect of my life. Just ready to, you know, level up a little bit. So... In the beginning of uh, 2020, we talked about, you know, like doing all these things and being intentional, but really you got to put some action with all those words. So, and that's why, you know, I just decided here, I'm going to start investing in myself. This is the most I ever paid. Well, for a gym membership or a trainer, which I, I never had a trainer before, but this is, uh, this is just part of me investing in myself. So, if y'all don't see me out drinking as much as I used to, just know I'm on a little six week detox. Uh, I'll Same be with back. Food. Yeah, Same food. With food. Yeah, all my. I I made a post on Facebook like you know, hey, my favorite <laughs> restaurants and bars. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I, I'm. I'll be back. I'll be back. But you know, for I gotta take a little break. But we'll be back real soon. And I can't be back to where I was. I can't just you know in keep going back to where I was but took a little break you know eating right cut out the alcohol no sugar uh no dairy products mm-hmm. and uh we'll see how it goes man just really just want us ready to see some results so we both have made some changes mine wasn't quite the caliber mr it wasn't the same um this past week I stopped red meat and Fried foods. Um, so I haven't had I haven't had any wings. There's been no fried chicken, none of that. Um, that's primarily my my thing. Is that or French fries? Chips. I had some chips. Those are fried. Why are you doing this? I'm Why are you saying. doing this though? But I said. God, did I poke holes in your stuff? I, you did had, I say? Did I say anything? I just brought the fact that. You said when I said I Oh, okay, whatever. Anyway, see, you try to come up and you see what happened. Look at that. It be the ones that's closest to you trying to pull you down. <laughs> anyway, so um Mr. Webb and I are on our own ventures. I started making my green smoothies every day, you know, poo-poo my efforts. No have no I haven't had sweets this week. Good for you. It's a big deal for me. So, anyway, 
we're all on our own own journeys with this. So we're going to see. You know, my next move now is getting my workout regimen going and what that's going to look like for me. So we share all this stuff with y'all because, I mean, some of y'all are on the journey or considering starting or doing something, you know, to get going. Just some ideas to kick around. We'll tell you how it works out for us. Um, Also, this past Friday, I went to Metro Coffee House, downtown Augusta. Um, I don't usually go to Metro for music because it's mostly acoustic guitar. Generally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about nobody else, but I hate acoustic guitar. Every now and then, the new Metro might have like a blues or something. But uh, Friday night, they had Karen Gordon of um, Augusta, Augusta Jazz. Jazz. Yeah, Garden City Jazz fame and many other things. But uh, Karen Gordon was there in A.E. The Cool. She's a singer. I think she plays piano, keyboard. But um, I had never been one of her shows. If y'all get a chance to check her out, please do. It was great. She had phenomenal mashups. It was just, it was fun. It was super fun. And then I went to a new event coming to Tribeca every Friday for the month of March, at least. The Downstroke. So I went to the Downstroke. You got to be just heads up. It's from 1030 to 1230. So you're going to be out late if you go to this. But it's a Friday it's night. It's Friday, yeah. It's Friday night. You know, take a nap, gear up, come out. <laughs> um, the downstroke this Friday had, oh my gosh. Javon Jones. Thank you. I knew it was a J. That's as far as I got. Javon Jones. Um, she was playing her violin and playing some like dope dance hits, like songs you know, classics. Um, and that was a fun time too. Mind you, the like entry to get into Tribeca was like three dollars. It was two or three dollars, um, and at Metro I went early enough they hadn't started charging, but it was still like three dollars at the door, and that is cheap for the kind of show that you're getting. I would at least expect five, but they have tip jars. Please, when you go to these things, bring cash. Don't be like me. Bring cash so you can tip people and show them you appreciate them, and you know all that good stuff. So. Shout out to live music in downtown Augusta. It's a great time for live music in Augusta. You got Studio Music Hall every Wednesday, uh, Downstroke every Friday. I think Oak, which is somewhere we haven't been yet. I haven't been there. But they have live music now. It's a good time. If you're into live music and you're in the Augusta area, check out all of these places. And I don't know why some of y'all still like don't. See these things, or you yeah, are they're unaware. like surprised. Like, where did you find this? Where was this happening? I'm like, it's happening all around. I you. keep Facebook if for no other reason than to look at the events. The events you can mark yourself, mark a whole calendar well in advance. It's going to remind you the day of, like, hey, these events are coming up that you marked yourself interested in. You don't have to say you're going, just say you're interested. Mm-hmm. It's it's all around. You get out here, open your eyes. I mean, live music. There's stand up happening. Oh yeah. There's all co- type of uh, shows happening. So much um, stuff. So again, I always say that if you are one of those people that's like Augusta's boring, I think it's you. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> it's you. They're boring. They're boring. You a <laughs> you a boring ass person in Augusta. It's not that Augusta's necessarily boring. You just a boring ass there, person, and you probably one of the people that's scared to fucking venture down Broad Street. You, I mean, if you never leave Columbia County, 
then it pro- it's probably boring. But it's also the same too. If you never leave South Augusta, you probably True. bored too. You know what I'm saying? So you got to venture outside of your side of town. Evans, Martinez, all of y'all can get it. <laughs> what up? So yeah. Um, again, check out our social media. You know, see where we at, what we doing, and what we got going on. So topics. All right. Where What's you want to go? What's your pleasure? Go, I know where you want to go. I want to go coronavirus first. Ba, ba, ba. So the guy, the whole damn world has been infected and uh, corrupted. I don't know what the fuck word to use. It's um, a pandemic. Not quite. Maybe. Um, it's honestly to me, it's like something like this happens every couple of years. It probably like every other year. Uh, something. And then, you know, the media, the, the media is, uh, side note, stop watching the fucking news, bro. Like, the news is lying to you. The news is manipulating you. That Yes, there are some concerns to be had, but I feel like the purpose of the news has now been, you know, just corrupted to just scare people in fear. The uh, Even online, like, the the they're going to put a headline on it just to get you to click on it. So, of course, you know, it's going to be something outrageous. So, just be careful with the news, man. This ain't Walter Cronkite. So, this ain't motherfuckers <laughs> just delivering facts to you. <laughs> motherfuckers are really manipulating information. It's sad that we've come to this point. But the news really isn't news anymore. It's, it's propaganda and commercials. Anyway, coronavirus. Yes. The latest in the long list of viruses and outbreaks Shit, you remember SARS? You remember bird flu? Ebola? This yeah. is this is the new shit. Okay. I feel like coronavirus coronavirus is different than those. Though. I don't know. I, I this one seems to me, okay, but this is relying on my memory, which is meh. It seems more widespread. It seems that it's spreading quicker. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I think I don't know, I can't rate like how many deaths there were per person infected with swine flu or infected with Ebola or bird, bird flu. flu. I don't I don't West know. Now Zika. I they, Zika. They keep West Nile didn't go West Nile is still a thing someplace. And I, it, I think West Nile will still pop up every now and then. It has to do with mosquitoes. Have, yeah, so but Still, do you know anybody that got West Nile? I don't. Anyway, but so coronavirus is spreading. Yes, it is something. You got to be aware of it, especially if you are out there. You got uh, a compromised immune system. You older, whatever. Yeah, you got to be careful about these things because it could happen. It could take you out. So. That's how you go. <laughs> that's just the facts. Like, be careful. Like, don't be scared, but. It could take like, you out. Just, if you are, if, but if you know you're in that situation, you already got a compromised immune system, yes, take precautions. But for everybody else, the buying out of the Lysol wipes, the buying out of the hand sanitizer. Toilet paper. The, all that, yeah, for, like, I, <laughs> I see people, you know, really stocking up on food, saying, I'm not leaving my house. Uh, th- events are being canceled. People are South by Southwest was canceled. No, that's that's big. crazy. So now I'm wondering. I mean, you got other music festivals that are coming up uh, real soon. Like, are you going? Are these going? Events going to get canceled? 
people are starting to like a lot of companies are looking at ways to work from home. At least I know the ones that I work for is, you know. Weren't they talking about not allowing fans? Yeah, NBA <laughs> talking about uh no fans in the game. You think LeBron James about to be out here playing with <laughs> nobody in the fucking stands? This shit ain't ain't practice. We all just go it's watch like it a at scrimmage. home. <laughs> nobody in the building. Anyway. So as much as I hate the outrage or whatever is happening from the coronavirus. If you know me a little bit, mm-hmm. I am here for a good little uh, conspiracy theory. Oh, boy. So, I think yeah. I used to do these in the beginning. Like, when we first started the podcast. I mean, you had, you had well, you had little known black history facts. I, and then of, I had. Of salacious nature. Salacious nature. But then I also, I may have dropped a few. Uh, you did. Conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. And I ain't talking about, like. We had that, a whole episode called Crack Babies Are a Myth. And it was a fucking. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Crack babies are a myth. Crack. There's no such thing as crack babies. Y'all still don't want to believe me till you do your googles, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. I I I'll bring it back. But I it may have been too much facts for y'all. Okay, so I'm I will will talk about some coronavirus conspiracy theories. Go go so, for it. Here, I have none. Number one. And I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way. This is going to be controversial to some. So number one coronavirus conspiracy theory is that black people are immune to the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's a it's a myth. It's a rumor right now. Mm-hmm. However, there is some facts behind it. Right. Follow me. I'm I'm lip check check this out now. I'm tracking. Currently, mm-hmm. the uh continent of Africa and other areas, India is also uh, a very low penetration area for the coronavirus. And it is believed to be uh due to the concentration of melanin in the skin of these darker complexion people that is somehow resistant to the coronavirus. Apparently, listen, I don't know. I'm just saying these are rumors, these are myths. It's believed that the melanin absorbs ultraviolet rays. The ultraviolet rays kills the coronavirus. I don't know. But that's all speculation. But let me give you a fact, though. (laughs) I, I really looked, I tried to look this up. And the most recent information I could find in sub-Saharan Africa, right? Sub-Saharan Africa, there are a very small amount of cases in the entire continent. And all of the reported cases in sub in uh, sub-Saharan Africa are not Africans. They are Italians who work in Africa. Hmm. No Africans have been reported to have the coronavirus. You know there are I've white s- Africans. Le- yes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the the Dutch Afrikaans of Oh my gosh. South Africa. Yes, we we know. However, for the first time in their life, they're probably glad they are around <laughs> a bunch of black Shut people. Up. And oh guess gosh. what? If you don't leave the safe confines of the continent of Africa and go to Italy, China, or somewhere, 
maybe you won't get come in contact with all the people who have uh, come in contact with it in sub-Saharan Africa had recent trips to other countries where there is a high concentration, like Italy, like China. It wasn't, they did not get it in Africa. It also could be due to, you know, um, a lot of times like uh, illnesses, bacteria, viruses, it has to do with temperature. Mm. So that could have, uh, you know, something to do with it. I'm not sure, but that is, that's just one of the myths. Listen, but there's something to it. I even saw uh, someone of Asian descent that also, you know, said coronavirus is very similar to SARS. Uh, so SARS is also kind of like a, a form of a coronavirus. They're all kind of like these COVID, whatever. Mm-hmm. Black people also don't get SARS. So... Listen, black people, we got we had Ebola, so that was us. Right? <laughs> now that we did we, Ebola. We had Ebola, so but this one, I don't know. So that's number one coronavirus conspiracy. I, I just want to say real quick, interject here, um, newsflash about the coronavirus, about the Grand Princess cruise ship, the one that was in California. Yeah, they are coming to the passengers are coming to Dobbins Air Base. In Savannah? Where is it at? It is... It's in Georgia. Um, or is it Atlanta? Yeah, this, Marietta. Let's, another thing. Reserve base in Marietta. Let, let's talk about it. In the state of Georgia, we right here, the CDC is in Atlanta. It is. We should be okay. It was the I focal think. point for um, the outbreak and the zombie apocalypse in uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, that's even more of a reason why we should be okay. Because we are here... <laughs> In the state of Georgia, near the so, CDC. So that was so your first, okay. just your first conspiracy. What, that, the the black people are immune is the first uh-huh. conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. Also, all right, you want another one? Ten four um, hat time. Y'all ready? Other y'all, conspiracy y'all here for theory. All this. Um. Oh, you you want to go with the crazy ones first? No. So let's talk what, about. How many? <laughs> I got a lot. I got a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this one first. Let second. The coronavirus was predicted in a book by Dean Koontz. Okay. In the book by Dean Koontz, let me uh, give you the title. Hold on just a second. Wasn't he a, he's a horror novelist. He's a like thriller, suspense novelist. But um, his book, The Eyes of Darkness, originally written in the 1980s, predicted in the year 2020 that a virus... A uh, illness would sweep the country, uh, sweep the world, actually, and uh, it described the symptoms of, you know, respiratory, which is very similar to the coronavirus illness, right? The name of the virus in the book was Wuhan 400. The coronavirus originated in Wuhan, China. I see it. I see this. Listen, coincidence or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that is, is, it's one hell of a coincidence if it is a coincidence. The fact that he describes his illness, he predicts the year, and it is called Wuhan 400, and it started in Wuhan, China. But it said, in the book, it said it had a kill rate of 100%. Uh, he may have been off about that. Or this could be some Dean Coots fan, which leads me to my next 
conspiracy theory uh-huh. that the coronavirus is man-made. Yes. Mm-hmm. So some believe, now this is not backed up by fact, that the... It probably wouldn't be. Nobody would. Com- nobody's going to confirm this. No. That this is some type of biological weapon and that it was created in a lab by a person and just spread across the world, right? But that is one of the myths, one of the conspiracy theories that is out there about the coronavirus, that it is a man-made uh, weapon, tool, whatever you want to call it. So, I don't know. I, I don't really have a whole lot to back that up. Uh, only thing I can find, you know, um, is that, you know, science, some scientists have confirmed that its structure is just like other viruses that come from... It actually, uh, they believe it starts in the animal and then it is passed on to humans and then does spread uh, from human to human, but the, they all originate in animals. So uh, I can't confirm or deny if this was man-made. All right. Um, so if you don't trust the government or any governments, <laughs> then yeah. then this fits right in your, this is in your wheelhouse. It's, listen, also to add on to the one about, you want to talk about governments. So in China, they quarantined and, you know, put all these people into a motel. And remember that motel collapsed. There's theories around that, that that motel, the um, motel where all these people who had coronavirus were being housed, that it didn't really collapse, that it was actually blown up by the Chinese government. That's all. I don't know. But. That's Listen, a lot. Coronavirus conspiracy theories with Marcus Webb. That's <laughs> all t- I can't you, confirm you know or I'm deny. I'm going to make a conspiracy theory right now. Right now. You ready? Yep. So, you know how people were talking about, oh, the stock of Corona beer is going down because people, very uneducated people, believe coronavirus was linked to corona beer it's actually coronavirus that's just stupid as hell but here's the thing their stock had a surge in late february to march like late february mid late february to now because people started buying corona beer because they heard people were not buying it because coronavirus you see that boom conspiracy theory i think the the corona people people that made they Put corona out, beer people put, put out, out the, the rumor that people were not buying their beer so, so that people, people would buy the beer. The, the beer. Let's get weird. Okay. Let's get weird. <laughs> oh, sure. But let's talk about a real something that really did happen. What about the surge in the stock of Clorox? What about have you... Um, the parent company of Lysol, I can't remember the name of it. It's like Reckon, Reckon, some. It starts uh-huh. with an R. Uh-huh. Uh, but they have also seen a, a small uptick. Purell, well, Autumn Hands, Purell is actually owned by a private company, so nobody really knows how the sales of Purell. I'm sure are it's up. Doing, I'm but sure it's, it's probably way up. up. Probably up. I've seen empty shelves of giant bottles of Purell. Yeah, listen. Uh, you should have been washing your hands any damn way. But Let's yeah, talk about that. Especially. No. Let's talk facts, boy. You should have been washing your hands. Hold on. I got one one more. Um, so mm-hmm. one more coronavirus conspiracy theory is that it really only affects people over the age of 40. That's I thought not, it was 50. 
It's not really true. But it does seem to have a, a higher concentration in the older population. The older you are, the uh, more likely you are to get the coronavirus. And also, the more likely you are to uh, pass away from the coronavirus. That's just facts. Um, you don't see kids getting it. No, yeah. So that and those are real stats. Those that's yeah. a real fact. Like the amount of children are very low. Also, going back to my first conspiracy theory, the one reported case of an African student in China getting it, he was actually treated, and the Chinese government paid for his treatment, and he after two weeks he was perfectly fine. Okay. It was a student from like I think it was from like Senegal or somewhere. But, but yeah, here's older the thing. people get it more often and are more likely to die from the coronavirus. I saw one myth was that no one under uh, no one under thirty had died from it, but I don't know if that's true or not. That might it might be the case, but again, the people it seems to be the the case generally speaking. People who are dying have had compromised immune systems, meaning you have chronic illness, like there's something going on, autoimmune disease, things like that, that put you at risk. Um, And the elderly, of course, like with any illness, with any disease, these are the folks who are most at risk. So protect yourselves. Now, the other thing is they running short on the mask. They come up oh, the mask. The mask. Everybody don't work. buying the mask. The ninety five mask. The N ninety five. Well, they or said ninety one. So from what I read, it doesn't prevent necessarily prevent you from getting it, but it said it does prevent people who already have it from spreading it. You know what the funny thing is, is that people who walk around wearing masks, there are people who are suspicious that they have something. And they're paranoid about it, but they're also, but the truth could be that they just don't want to inhale. You see what I'm saying? Like this thing is breeding all kind of fear. First of all, don't stop eating at your local Chinese restaurant. Yeah, I'm definitely not. As soon as I get off this. You are right now. I mean, right now, (laughs) but that's because I'm on this detox. But as soon as I get off this detox, I'm back on you Dragon Express. I'm coming. Listen, listen, don't stop eating at your local Chinese restaurant. Don't stop going to businesses that have Asian people in them or working for them. Don't be racist. Yeah, please. Don't don't be racist. Your ignorance is showing. Like don't don't do that. Um I have clients of Asian descent who are actively being discriminated against. It's not cool. Like stop it. Stop it. You were just looking for a reason to be racist anyway. Probably. Mostly. All right. Hey, let's take a break. We'll come back. We can wrap up if you have any more coronavirus conspiracy theories. Do y'all have, <laughs> if you have any coronavirus conspiracy theories, send them to me. Email us, where are the web one <laughs> at gmail.com. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. More conspiracy theories to come. <laughs> All right, and we're back. We're back. All right, so again, if you have any uh, coronavirus conspiracy theories, <sighs> You know, or wash your hands. Here's how you prevent wash your hands. Wash your hands frequently. Don't use as much hand sanitizer. Use it in a pinch. But that stuff builds up on your hands after a while. I used to work in a hospital. All right. It it builds up. I do. Like, it depends on the brand. Like, I hate, 
Still, certain wash your hand hands. sanitizer, like they make your hands sticky. Don't touch your face. It's just nasty. Wash your hands. Stop kissing in the mouth. What? Um, what? Yeah. Like each other? Yeah. But I like you. I mean, we don't have the coronavirus, but yeah, if you think you may have the coronavirus, stop kissing people in the mouth. Stop traveling. Uh, stop getting on cruise ships. Stay your ass at home. <laughs> just, I'm waiting for these cruise ship prices to go like get even cheaper. We planning for 2020, bro. I mean 2021. Still planning on going on trips. That's right. Uh, flights, yes. Uh, I just I'm ready to rack up some sky miles. Let's do it. Let's go. Well, either way, All man. Right. Um, what are we talking about next? We got yeah. reviews. Um, Lucky's back. I'm sorry. I was so sorry. Lucky's face is right here by us and the mic. So we are Lucky's back. <laughs> so if you hear it's shenanigans. Anything. All right. So reviews this week. We got a couple different albums to talk about. First up, Janae Iko Chalumbo. Yes. yes. Oh, I love it. Have you listened? I listened to some of it. Have you heard? Uh the good I, word. I like some of it. It's cool. Let me tell you, I like this a lot. Janae Iko, what, Chilumbo? Chilumbo. Chilumbo. I don't know the meaning behind the title. Nah, I have no idea. Um, so she talks a lot about, hey, I'm moving on. I'm doing my own thing. Um, she has some really great one-liners and zingers in here. You know, I don't need you to adjust my crown. I can handle my own. Like, I'm doing my business. I'm doing my, like, just, just women's empowerment. Just in time for March, March. Women's empowerment. Janae, eat the booty like groceries. Uh, I She's a dom. What do you want? Whatever. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Just in time. Um, if you are going through a breakup, if you are on the other side of some shit in your life, listen to this, Janae Iko. If you feel like bossing up, if you feel like you enjoy smoking and chilling and partying up, Janae Iko. She, yep. she talks a lot about like, hey, this is some BS. People are cutting up. Life is a lot. I just want to chill. I did like the one song I can remember and I really like was uh, Trying to Smoke. Yeah. I like that one. Trying to Smoke. Like, are you trying to smoke? Maybe. I, she maybe she I has a lot of great ones. She Her features on here are all good. I mean, it's a chill sound. It's a chill vibe. For the most part, like you could just play it and have it going and not tune into the words, but the words are clutch, you know? So Janae Iko, she's R and B. She's that new R and B. So give it a listen. Recommend. Okay. Definitely recommend. Alright, so that's cool. And then we had Megan The Stallion. I feel like Megan she just put out an album like not too long ago. This is no nah, man, she been having you know she been having the problems with the label and all this here stuff. Yeah, I heard she has some contract issues. Didn't read the contract or whatever. Man, so. y'all gotta stop signing them deals and get screwed out your money. Well, shit, I don't know. I probably would take a deal right about now too. I don't know. You, you smarter talk, than that. I, I mean, I on am, your own. But you talking about, you talking about people who don't who never had anything. If I'm broke, she, I'm I mean, she was, they, she was a broke college student. I don't know what she was she doing. She still is a broke house. She is. She is at this rate. Um, but this was 
an EP almost. I felt like EP? it was only, it was only like a handful of songs. It was like not it was nine. Yeah, it's damn near a full album. Call, yeah, all right, call sure. it what you want. Whatever. To. Either way, sugar. What are your thoughts on sugar? Uh, typical Megan the Stallion. Like this, <laughs> I don't have. I, I'm cool with Meg. Real hot girl shit. But it's it's not not anything new. It's it sounds like all her other music. Like it's nothing. She still spends some 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 verses on here. Yeah, she, there's she some women some... empowerment here too. Yeah, you know I've seen a lot of people quoting you know some things from the album already. It's using, 2020. I'm finna argue about twerking. You, That's right. Using them as your Facebook and Instagram captions. You know, being back on back up on your BS. Everybody's gearing up for another hot girl summer. Okay, that's cool. You know. <laughs> <laughs> run, run, run your hot girl summer back. <laughs> if you had, if 2019 was a hot girl summer and 2020 a hot girl summer, woo! It's hey, you, it's you, it's you, it's you. It's pos- it's positive. That, is it positive? That's excuse for hoeing. That's what. Do you know the meaning of hot girl summer? I mean, so what's wrong? Y'all with be that? yelling shit and don't hoeing know the meaning. Year round. Why not? All right, keep hoeing. Be a hoe for sure. Don't be a don't be a hoe with hurt feelings. You can't be a hoe with hurt feelings. Why are you so petty? I'm not being petty. That's fact. Anyway, I recommend it. I enjoy it. You know, getting y'all hype. We need upbeat stuff. You know, partying mm-hmm. stuff and whatever. Yeah, I appreciate Keep Meg. To it. Keep doing what you do. Appreciate Meg. So, what's TV next? Shows. TV shows. All right. I probably didn't watch any you of didn't these. You did watch them. I did not. I did not watch any of these. Uh, last week, I started Love is Blind. And, man. I'm going to just say, let, can I say this about Love is Blind from the outside? It looks lame as hell. I don't know. It, it it's looks, a reality show. It looks boring to me. Much like in the vein, it's a dating reality show. It looked like goddamn, I don't know. Biggest Loser meets. What? I don't know. What? It, I don't know. Look, love is, the premise something. of Love is Blind is you have, there's two houses and they're kind of connected or it's two sides of the house. And anyway, the men live on one side. The women live on the other side. Yes, it's, it's binary. Men on one side, women on the other side. And then there are all these rooms that they call pods. And the pods, you have your own little room. And when you go in the room, that's the only way you can talk to the person on the other side, like the people on the other side. The premise is everyone is here to get married. Point blank, period. And they haven't been able to meet other people who are serious and ready to settle down and at this point in their lives. So that's the starting point, which is good. You know, there's supposedly no pretense, you know. But you do have to get in there and meet these people and get to know them and fall in love, so to speak. So that's where the conflict comes in, I guess. Because you don't know what they look like. You don't know how old they are. I mean, you can tell people that, but you still don't know until you see them. I mean, it was an interesting concept. In the little part I did see where you you showed me uh, the, the one black guy where he started revealing that he had also 
Spoiler um, alerts. Well, I'm sorry. Never mind. I won't. No, you can say it. I won't say. No, say it. No, I'm not gonna. The say whole it. thing but is out. That's once. I mean, it's on Netflix, right? But I'm about to spoil some stuff, so go ahead. I. But anyway, he he was having, he was confessing some things about uh, his past that he's also been with men in the past. That's a topic. I don't know. If we, I, we may have talked about that before. Let and he was. Trying to uh, looks like he was interested in uh, the black girl with the bad wig. That's she's I, wow. I kept she's... seeing screenshots of somebody and people were like, "Look at her wig!" And I find, come to find out it's from Love Is Blind, and apparently her her wig was really bad. <laughs> but petty. so petty. But no, listen, I've I don't know what happens to that dude or how it ends up. Works out for him. It does, but I know hey, I would have predicted here's, well, that. No, because, here's the thing. No, he didn't listen. He, he could have, and all of these damn chats y'all had in the pods, talking back and forth all these hours. I don't know nothing about that, but I do know. Listen, there's not a lot of people in this world I feel sorry for, but people. I'm gonna tell you somebody who I do feel a group of people I feel sorry for: bisexual black men. Listen. Mm-hmm. Once you come, once you tell a black woman that you've also been with men, you are done. You might as well just say you are gay. You are done. All right. So I saw that part, and I was like, "Oh no, nah, he 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 ain't going nowhere." I could have predicted that ain't gonna happen. But the thing was, he and this is a conversation we had before. Is about when do you reveal certain information about yourself? Because he didn't give her an option. The way you get from the house and meet this person is you propose to them. You say, I'm ready. I, you're the one. I love you. I've fallen in love with you. Let's do this. Y'all meet. Then you go away on a vacation, like a precursor to a honeymoon. And then I haven't gotten to this part yet. I only watched the first half. But they bring in like your friends, your family. You have to start building your lives together, like putting all the shit in place. And the finale part is actually getting married. Like your wedding day is the finale. And at that point, it's the, you say yes or you say no. I do, I do not. But they still fell, it it fell apart all this time. He never said anything. He never said anything when he did. Because he knew what was going to happen. But it it does blow up, and he calls her all kind of bitches and stuff like that. Oh, so see, the bitch came out of him. See, there you go. I don't know. I, I it, okay. There's also a girl from Augusta, Georgia, on the show. She got oh. her tits done, and apparently, the guy she was with, she just like she wants him to pay off like her college debt or something like that. So, There's you know. also the uh, white lady who always talks about how old she oh is. Oh my God. She's, she goes batshit. You haven't even seen. Oh, I She's 34. Was, he's 24. And it he, was a he is issue too, with her. He is too pure for this world. He had the best little intentions. He was so bright eyed, bushy tail and he really wanted to do a thing. And she was just like, I'm 34. I'm 34. Da, da, da. Anyway, if you want to watch some crazy drama like Love is blind. All right. Today I started binge watching Hunters. Let me tell you something. Great show. I love what Amazon is doing out here. Fantastic. Al Pacino. 
Let's get it. Uh, I only saw <laughs> glimpses of that too. It looks like it could be really good. I I believe may have time to watch it. You know, one of these days. I believe, and I'm fact checking myself that it is. Yeah, executive producers is produced by in part by Jordan Peele. Um, so speaking of that, we didn't talk about that Candyman. That Candyman remake coming for your ass. Are we ready? June. I'm gonna go see Annabella. That's coming out April. So with Janelle Bonet. But Hunters streaming now on Amazon Prime with your membership, and the premise of the show is about a group of people um, who've gotten together and they are hunting Nazis in the 70s. Um, these are folks who have come to the United States, went underground, changed their names, and are secretly infiltrating like government systems, school systems, all this stuff. And these folks uncover that. And now, I mean, executing revenge. You gotta go. And they're like slowly unraveling this big conspiracy theory and seeing, you know, how far does the rabbit hole go? But at the same time, there are these flashbacks, these very visceral flashbacks to Nazi Germany, to Auschwitz, to the concentration camps. And I just want to say it's so rich with um, it's so rich with Jewish people and Jewish culture and the language and it made me really wish that black people like following slavery, like over time had built and kept this unified sense, this collective of our history and whatever fragments we could put together and seeing the power in all of our stories. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it was a little difficult um, for us to do that. Um, <laughs> I just mean, I just mean over, no, no, over time. No, uh, let me, yeah. But there are some people who, um, you know, see us as a whole, the diaspora. Mm -hmm. um, it's, we don't have the, the collective um, history and culture and say like Jewish people have, but there are some shared experiences. And I feel like, uh, black people are starting to discover this, and I, don't, I feel like social media plays a really big part in this. That we do have a, it's it's like we all operated in you know different parts and I operated in isolation, but now we find out we actually have you know some very shared experiences. I don't know if it will ever be to the extent that like what Jewish people have, but there is a shared some shared culture there. But I I, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's the the bond and the connection and how it's passed on. And I really, it just made me want and long for this kind of a story. Not the Nazi killing, but <laughs> this kind of a story or storytelling for, you know, from an African-American perspective, like in some sort of way, if that makes sense. You mean you want, you want somebody to tell the story of slavery? No. No. All right. No. Okay. Anyway, uh, so, but like you the have quality to, of the show. The quality of the show is is phenomenal. Um, from again the flashbacks 
and tying the story together in the present day. It jumps all over the place. Like the big title cards come up. We're, we're in Germany and now we're in New York and now we're in Florida and now we're here. Like it's a lot of, you got to keep track and that throws me off sometimes. But, um, one of the protagonists is a black woman. So shout out to black women. She's a black FBI agent in the seventies. So everybody's looking at her like, who let you in? Like, what are you, what are you doing here? Um, and it does a great job at addressing themes of anti-Semitism, of racism, uh, sexism, homophobia, all of the stuff in that time period, like in the seventies. And then it is interspersed with these great little fun moments of levity, I guess. You know, you have a comic book kind of montage, a movie preview promo. Um, there's a dance sequence, but it's really drug induced. So I recommend it's fun. It's great. I'm enjoying it. I'm like five episodes in. Cool. Check out Watchers on Amazon. It's Hunters. Uh, watch. You're talking about Watchmen. I got them Hunters. mixed up. Hunters. Yes, Hunters. But also Watchmen on HBO. Yes. I love these gritty. I told him, I was like, I love these gritty dark stories that are also funny and thought provoking. And the dialogue is done really, really well. And I can appreciate that. All right. What's next? There you go. Oh, we listened to a comedy album. Comedy special. Um, I'm, how do I describe this? Just so, say who it is. Also, okay, so the comedian's name is Fat Man Deezy. If you have not you heard, feel me. if you have not heard of Fat Man Deezy, yeah. you should definitely go look it up. It's on all your favorite streaming platforms: Apple, Spotify, Spotify, Fat Man Deezy. Fat Man, one word with two two T's. Fat. Fat Man, uh, Deezy. D E. D two E's Z Y. You know he's you know he's saying. southern. He's very he's southern. Very, not even southern. He's Atlanta. He's Matter of fact, southern. not even Atlanta specifically. Decatur. Where's greater? The east side of Atlanta. He is very. He represents the east side of Atlanta, and he is very. Uh, like you could tell as soon as he started talking. I was about to say, from the time he opened his mouth, like I walked into the room when Mr. Webb was listening to this, and I was like, who is this? And he told me, and I said, is he from Atlanta? Like, it's just the, like, you can you hear know. Southern people talking, and you can say, that's Memphis, that's Atlanta, yeah. that's Florida. Like, you can pick them pick out, you know? If you, got a, if you got a good ear for the Southern dialects, you can, there's definitely a difference. We are not all... The same. There's, yeah. but he has the strong East Atlanta, Bruh, all of it dialect. But it it's actually a very great comedy special for somebody who like for him. I think he has the potential to be really big, and this is kind of just the beginning for him. Like he's he reminds me almost like of a young Bernie Mac, like a Atlanta Bernie Mac almost because okay. it's not almost it's not just funny. It's damn near a sermon. I was gonna say he's. It's a talk. It's a TED talk. <laughs> it's a TED talk for our time um, about self acceptance. Yeah. And self love, and uh, the effects of social media. Yeah. And um, your religion, and letting go of addictions, 
And yeah, yeah I know we, it sounds real we, we serious and heavy, say, but I'm I'm so serious. Yeah, the title is almost sober. Yeah. So listen to it to find out like what the meaning of it is. Like we are all almost sober. Like it's you maybe it wasn't drugs or alcohol for you, but there's something else that you were getting over. You know, hey. if you ain't if you ain't as bad as you was, you know, a while ago. And Mr. Webb got there. offended because at one point I looked over at him. Whatever. He accused me of looking at him. I wasn't looking at him. I mean, there's <laughs> probably something in there that we can all relate to. But check out the comedy special. The title of the special is Almost Sober. Comedian is Fat Man Deezy. Check it out. Listen to it. I'm tell- it it's funny. It's it's good talk. It's it's truthful. It's honest. He has no shame about the fact. Like, look, I kind of don't have a car. Like, I'm not out here, you know, making a lot of money. I live yeah. at my mama house. Yes, yes. All right, let's right. bring it on in. Motivation. Time right, to uh, wrap it up. Motivation this week. Um, I've started like just putting more stuff on my Facebook page. Um. I'm trying to spread the motivation on all. And it's all, listen, this is another reason why you should follow us on all the different platforms because it's different. My IG story is full of motivation, but it's stuff that I find and I share from other people. My Facebook is becoming more stuff that I say, like just more from me. Mr. So Webisms. Yeah. Just my thoughts, my personal thoughts, right? So follow me on all social media, Marcus Webb on Facebook. Marks Webb 1984 on Instagram. All right. So one of the things I shared on my Facebook this week, it was stop watering down your gift. It, and these things come to me sometimes, these thoughts, and now I'll, I'll wrestle with them and, you know, polish them and, you know, kind of decide how I want to put it out because I want people to be able to understand the message. But in doing that, uh, this one kind of came to me from that, like, I'm thinking of ways to make things easily digestible for people. And I'm t- and I had to tell myself this. Stop watering it down. Just give it to them. Give it to them uncut, right? Just like a, a, a piece of meat, just like a steak. These people ain't, you know, a lot of y'all, you know, want your, your steak cut up into pieces for you. No, you gotta cut <laughs> your you gotta cut your own meat. Or just stab it and pick it up and, and bite it. You know what I'm saying? My my new uh one of my new slogans is chew or choke. Chew on it or choke on it. Either you're gonna chew on it and be able to digest it and take it all in, or you're gonna choke on it and it, it's gonna make you think. Or you may get it later on, right? You may spit it out, but you'll get and you may come back to it. But stop watering down your gift. If you're an artist, you know what I'm saying? Stop overthinking it. Stop, stop thinking about how it will re- be received. Put it out there just the way you see it in your mind. Those who need to will, will get it. Though Some people may take some time. There's plenty of people that didn't understand what I was saying or don't understand what I'm doing. They'll get it later. You may not understand why I do the things that I do right now. Maybe you'll get it later. Oh, well. Chew on it or choke on it. That's my motivation for this week. Tell Flex drop whatever a bomb you, on it. Whatever you doing, listen. Tell them they can chew on it or choke on it. All right, Mr. Webb. Coming in hot.
and aggressive. All right. Mental health. Mental health. My mental health moment is being pulled straight from my Instagram and my Facebook. Um, it is the spoon theory. Did you read this? Oh, yeah. I know you saw it. Did you read Yes, it? yes. So, spoon theory. I'm a lot of spoons for today. Yeah, you are. It's okay. <laughs> um, he just gave his last spoon to y'all. I get no spoons. <laughs> spoon theory. Originally penned by Christine... Miserandino uh, in 2003 is defined as the spoon theory or spoon metaphor is a disability metaphor. So she, I'm not going to read the whole technical quote, but the story is because she blogged about this. She was living with lupus. Okay. And she was out to lunch or dinner with a friend and her friend looked at her and she said, how do you do it? She was like, I don't understand. And they've been friends for years. And she said, I just don't understand what it's like to be you, to go through your day, to have to endure life with this illness on top of the things that life throws at you anyway. And she was trying to come up with a way to help her friend really understand and empathize and get it. So she grabbed a bunch of tape, like spoons off of other tables around her and she gathered her in her hands and she handed it to her friend. And she said, let's say every day you start, you have this many spoons. It was 12 spoons. She's like, let's say at the beginning of your day, you start with these many spoons. But every time you do something, you lose spoons. The more active a thing you do, the more spoons it costs you. So like going to work, work day could cost you four spoons. Hell, a workday might cost you more than four spoons. Cost you all twelve. Like, but she was saying for her, even getting up, getting dressed. Yeah. When you have chronic illness, when you have mental illness, stuff, you are using your spoons before you even get in the door to work in the morning. If you have a spouse, if you have kids, if it's just you, like, there's I, no telling. Shit, I went to the grocery store today. I used couple spoons there. You should wear headphones. It makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes away all that stimulation you getting his own. Um, like having a pet, that shit uses spoons. He wakes you up two in the morning to go pee. It uses spoons. But she was saying like how even before you start your day, there's there's a difference because when you go to bed at night, maybe you've depleted all your spoons. Or maybe because you wanted to do some extra things, you use spoons you didn't even have. So you start the next day with fewer spoons than you would have normally. You use a reserve spoon. You negative spoons, bruh. So I was thinking about this. Somebody let me hold some spoons. <laughs> I, I know somebody got it. <laughs> somebody got a spoon. Um, In her blog, she said she keeps a spare. She tries to keep a spare spoon because she's like, you just never know. And you got to have one in reserve. And sometimes it's just for you to take care of you. But this applies to so many things in our life. There are any number of things that are taking away our energy, um, taking away our time, that are just sucking us dry. And or we're voluntarily giving away all our damn spoons to whoever needs it. Whoever comes up and asks instead of saying like, bro, sometimes I ain't got it. Mr. Webb. Honest question. I struggle with saying I ain't got it. 
Yes, you do. You get it. You're working on it, love. You're getting better. Because I have to look at you and be like, you ain't got no clothes. Like, what's wrong? I gotta be, I'd be like, you, something's wrong. You okay? And then two hours later, he'd be like, so this is the thing. It's getting better. Mr. Webb is getting better. But I was going to ask you, true or false, some days I have said to you, I don't have it to give. True. Why are you looking like that? Why you, no. you like question mark? I'm like I, I'm I'm pretty sure I've heard that from you before. Right. And what what does that mean to you? I don't know. You probably not going to work that day. Wait know. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Can we edit you this? <laughs> you gonna call in? <laughs> Cancel I, all your appointments. Wait a minute. Have I also said this at the end of a day? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I have. <laughs> like maybe. I, I spent. Yeah. Okay. You had yes. a, you had a long day. You, you had to do a lot. Yes. It's a very very strenuous <laughs> day. So you what you're talking about at the beginning of a day? That's burnout. That's when it's like, oh, bro, I I am minus spoons, minus 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 spoons. Um, working on not doing that anymore. Twenty twenty. Tighten up. Give yourself a break. But that's to say for everyone out there, reflect on that every day. Think about how many spoons you have and how many you have to give. And if you're able to keep at least one spoon in reserve, just in case, because you got to give spoons to all kinds of people. But there's some people you really ain't got to give spoons to. And there's sometimes you just got to say, I can't. I just can't. I just can't. So spoons. My mental health moment. All right, all right, cool. Bringing it, bringing it to Coming a close. Coming in hot. Uh, what you got? You got some roses. Ron, my roses for this week are for the Honey Pot, the Honey Pot Company, particular owner, founder. Oh, excuse me, one Miss Beatrice Dixon. Now, if that sounds familiar, she's been on Target ads as of late, um, promoting her Honey Pot items honeypot is a company that has uh cleaning items and sanitizing what sanitary pads i'm trying to use technical terms menstrual pads (laughs) that are that are a hundred percent it's exactly what it's organic healthy and yes they have your honeypot they have products for cleaning protect your honey and wiping and all manner of things that are non-toxic that won't harm you that won't sting that won't burn and it'll take care of your lady bits. Okay? So, she was on... She was featured by Target. Target's been selling her product for a couple of years now. And she was saying in the end of her ad that it was so important for her company to do well so that other little black girls could see and be inspired. Maybe they won't have these kind of barriers that she had just trying to get on. Perfect, cute, great message. Wonderful. Let's if you go. are offended by that, you are a part of the problem. Yes. Yeah, so what had happened was a lot of people said, oh, so she's just making products for exclusively black women. She's excluding no all the rest of us. Representation matters. And she's racist. So what happened was a bunch of folks who were in their feelings and racist and deeply mis- just misunderstanding the message um, took to reviewing her products with one star everywhere they could find it. 
um, writing scathing reviews, just mm. making up stuff. Um, and it was really harming her image. But then, because there are people who are actually fans of her product, there are good patrons out there and people who genuinely were like, this is trash. Y'all are horrible people. The stock went up. I just went to her site earlier. She sold out of almost everything. So shout out to you guys for pushing back. The one star reviews um, have been deleted, removed, all of that stuff because they, they were just filled with racist ignorance. But what happened was, here's, listen, we just came out of Black History Month. We are in Women's Month. I do not want your feminism if it is not intersectional. I don't want it. Hear me, because it's Women's Month, and that means all women, okay? I don't want your damn feminism <laughs> if it ain't intersectional. If your Women's Month events do not include women of diverse backgrounds, cultures, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Because a lot of women, a lot of people who were rallying against her and trying to shut down her product were white women. Disappointingly, was white women because they said it was exclusionary. And that is not what happened. And there was a great Forbes article that said, hey, there are other groups who want a seat at the table that you have available. And instead of pushing people and saying who who's can sit at what table, you need to expand the damn table and include everybody. It's I've, I've said it before. Pro black is not, not anti-white. Pro pro black, pro Muslim, pro Hispanic, pro trans, pro LGBTQIA. All it is not anti. It is not. Now, does that mean everybody? who labels themselves as such is on the up and up and is not discriminatory. No, no, it does not. But it means the overwhelming majority and people who are supportive are not trying to exclude anyone. It means the people who are considered to be in the majority. It just means that, Hey, we want y'all to see us. We want to be seen. We just want to be equal to matter of fact, we don't want to sit at the table. We went over here and created our own table just so people who look like us can see that it is possible to have a table. Yeah. We just want to eat at the table. We want to eat at the table instead of picking up scraps <laughs> off the ground. That's all, man. It's equality. Equality. Equal. Meaning everything is equal. I, I read something about, um, or was I listening to a podcast? And there was a woman who was saying she... She was rejecting using the title or using the label feminist because overwhelmingly people have taken. Rhapsody said that too. Was it Rhapsody? Rhapsody. I sent you that thing. Yeah, Rhapsody. yeah, yeah. The Rhapsody interview with uh, Talib Kweli where she was saying she yeah. doesn't use the term feminist. Because it's been, it's been reduced down to just man-hating. And that's not what it was. That's not what it means at all. Feminism was, it's meant to be equality. It's about equality. That's all. But you can't call yourself a feminist without somebody going, oh, oh, so. But 
there is some hatred from a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. But, I'm but saying. there's hatred within any group, but that yes. doesn't mean the majority of that minority group exactly. feels that way. Repeated Mr. Webb message. If you listen to this podcast, I've said this several times. Don't become the group that you seem to want, that you are supposed to be rallying against. So if you are a feminist and you're you know, looking to be equal, don't become, you know, once you get close to equality, then use that time to, you know, get revenge. Same thing with any other group. Down to to seek revenge, it does it makes you the same as the people that you are, you know. But again, if it's not intersectional, I don't want it. All right. Intersectional. That means everybody. That means crisscross. That means hey, if it's Women's History Month, I want to represent women. From all all backgrounds, all socioeconomic statuses, like across the board, that's what it means, bro. And that's all I'm saying. And I'm 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 out. All right, cool. Anything else before we go? We got stuff coming up this week. We doing some uh, things. Yeah, we got events coming up. Comedy show on Wednesday. Mark <laughs> Norman. Friday, Jill Scott. Jilly from Philly. Give me that Jill Scott. Woo. Guard your microphone. She probably gonna do that thing again. Oh no, maybe. Know. Maybe, or maybe she don't do that. No I'm going more. to St. Patrick's Day in Savannah. It's a girls' trip. I don't so, know why I'm doing this to myself, but I'm going. She chose this. I did choose this life. I'll be here working on my body. Oh well, I'm gonna work on my body. <laughs> Filling it with green beer and Jello shots. <laughs> I'm not judging though. I'm gonna come back. I come back for that detox. All right, man. Be on the lookout. Just hit us up again. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, email us at wherearethewebs1 at gmail.com. Again, don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Listen to the podcast. Until next week. We're out. We out. Thank you.